right we want to uh greet everyone in the name of the lord jesus christ and we are grateful to everyone that's here today so if you have your bibles let's go to the eighth chapter of the book of john the eighth chapter of the book of john we're going to start reading at verse 30 because we want to uh, cover something just real briefly. Uh, one of the most interesting stories that I've, uh, I've read in the Bible, and it's very interesting to watch this play out, and uh, I don't think we have explained it in this manner before, uh, but we're going to explain it today. Um, and just, just to show you what, what was going on and what, was the, uh, what actually happened here. So the, we're going to start reading at verse 30 says, as he spake these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now, uh, if you, if, to, to really understand what uh, the Lord is saying here, uh, he's telling those people uh, that believed on him that if you continue uh, listening to what I tell you, uh, you'll know the truth. So the first thing he was telling them was, because right now uh, you don't know the truth. So you have to read exactly what he was saying there. He said, if you continue in my word. Then are you my disciples indeed? That's first thing. Because right now you're not even my disciples. If you continue in my word, you are my disciples. Now he's talking to people that have already believed on him. And he's telling them you're not, you have not reached discipleship status yet. You have to continue in this to be a disciple. So believing is not enough. Continuing in it is what makes you a disciple. Does everybody understand now? And he said, and then you shall know the truth. He's telling them, because right now you don't know the truth. And then look at what he says there. And the truth shall make you free. So he's telling them it's not enough to believe. You have to continue in my word to be my disciple. Right now you do not know the truth. You have to continue in my word to know the truth. Right now you're not free. You're bound and you have to continue in my word to be set free. Isn't that something now? Now you imagine that's a hard pill to swallow to people who have outran other people already. Already. You know, he was talking to a whole group of people. He was talking probably to thousands of people at that time. And only a, a few of them believed on him. And then the Bible says what we read in verse 30, as he spake these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. So he shifts and he turns his attention to the people that believe on him right then. Now he's talking to y'all. You've outrun some people. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? Because, see, this is where people get settled in. This group here. This is where those people were in that day. We'll follow you. We're here. We believe. 
Look at what all we, we've already paid the price. We're here. Then he tells them, if you continue in my word, because everybody understand that now. See, because they thought it was enough to just be sitting there. We haven't gone anywhere yet. We believe what you say. And he says, okay, but if you continue in it, then are you my disciples. And you shall know the truth, because right now you don't know it. And the truth shall make you free, because right now you're bound. So let's go and keep reading. Verse 33. They answered him. Everybody see that? That's the problem. They should have just kept their mouth shut. Didn't have that, that didn't, he wasn't asking a question. Was he? And you know when people have a problem with God's word because they always got something to say after God have spoke. To try to justify themselves. When God talk, he don't expect you to respond. Does everybody understand now? Right, let, me, let me prove it. Even when he was asking Job questions, where were you? He didn't, you weren't nowhere. You ain't got an answer. <laughs> but that's how God is. He'll even ask questions, not for you to answer, just for you to sit there and think. Does everybody understand now? So something very peculiar happens. These people who have packed up and have moved to Tennessee, these people who have followed this ministry for years, they answered. What did they say? We be what? Abraham's seed. You know what they were doing? They were trying to justify their relationship with God before they got to Tennessee. Does everybody understand that now? They were trying to justify themselves before they come to <laughs> where they needed to be. Does everybody understand now? We be who? We be Abraham's seed and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free. I'm going to tell you something. The most dangerous per person in any ministry is the person that don't need that ministry. That's the most dangerous person in any ministry. In any church anywhere in this world. The person that had it all together before they got to that ministry. The person that think God is a fool. If God sent you here, you need it. Does everybody understand that? And I can tell all you, of you, you didn't have no kind of relationship before you got here. You were just Abraham's seed. You had faith. Because everybody understand that now. Let's go ahead and keep reading and look at, what it's, look at what they say. How says thou, ye shall be made free? That was their problem. And in that, they were lying. 
we read all day long who they were in bondage to, just naturally. So now they're thinking naturally. We've, we've never been slaves. They were slaves right then. They were under Roman rule. Does everybody understand that? And look at what they say. Look at what they say. And were never in bondage to any man. Who do we read about them being in bondage to in the Old Testament? The Egyptians. And God even told Abraham, the very one they're claiming to be the seed of, God told him, your seed is going to go down into Egypt. Flat out lying. What was it that had him lying? Pride. Because pride don't want to admit where people are. Don't want to admit that they're bound. Does everybody understand? I can't tell you the number of times after church, and you know, I, I, I'll ask, anybody got any questions? Anybody got, anybody got any? No, we ain't got nothing to say. Uh, then they sneak up to me like Nicodemus. Does everybody understand now? Because pride don't want to admit. <laughs> I'm bound. I need help. Does everybody see now? So what we see and what we're, the name of this message today is the progression of pride. Pride will believe on Jesus Christ. It will believe in him. It'll do it. But it won't stay put. Because there's a price to be paid. The first price is humility. Admitting that you need him. People will say, I, I know Jesus Christ died for my sins. I know, I, I believe in what he did. But do you believe you need him? And what they were doing was establishing who they were before he came along. <laughs> Does everybody understand now? Verse 34 now, Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committed sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. Everybody see that? You know what he's saying there. Now, let's think about this today. People will pack up. They'll move across state lines to be a part of a ministry. Uh, but in their hearts, they'll move away from the ministry because of pride. Because the Lord lays down his word very, very plainly to let us know just how, just how filthy we are. And if we go along uh, with our own pride and thinking that we're somewhere and that we're somebody that we're not and we deceive ourselves, then we cannot continue to remain in a house that's steadily telling us you need to grow. And I think about Peter, a, a man who definitely needed growth, and, and I believe he knew that. But look at what happened. He walked on water. And, and Jesus still corrected him and said, yeah, you need to do better. Now, how many of y'all done walked on water? So I can tell you, you need to do better. If Jesus corrected a man that was walking on water, who are you? 
Does everybody understand that? If Paul corrected a man <laughs> whose shadow was healing people, who are you? His shadow. <laughs> so we got to come to the place if we're going to grow in God and if we're going to be his disciple, the one thing we have to do is be able to stand correction. To be able to stand not only correction, but direction. Some of us in here, we're in a predicament we're in now because we refuse direction. Because we want to prove we're grown. And we have to get to the place where we realize <laughs> we can stand to be corrected. We can stand to be directed. That somebody know more than us. Does everybody understand now? So look at what Jesus said, verse 34. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committed sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. If the son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Everybody see what he's saying there? You notice why he said that? Because they was trying to lay hold of Abraham. Abraham didn't make anybody free. He didn't have that kind of power. What do you say? If the son make you free, you are free indeed. Does everybody see now? Verse 37. I know that ye are Abraham's seed, but ye seek to do what? Because my word hath no place in you. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and ye do that which ye have seen with your father. So do you know it's possible? No, you know it's possible? To believe on Jesus Christ and the, and the devil still be your daddy? The Bible says he was talking to the people that believed on him. But the devil was still their daddy. And the devil is anybody's daddy who is not a disciple, who don't continue in the word. Does everybody understand now? Verse 39, they answered and said unto him. Everybody see the pattern here? They got a response. They didn't just take that and, and <laughs> repent. Look what they said. Abraham is our father. Everybody see? You know what they still trying to do? They're still trying to justify who they were before they came to the Lord's ministry. Still trying to promote their own false religion. Everybody see? <laughs> what it says, and Jesus said unto them, if ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. But now ye seek to kill me, a man that hath told you what? Which I have heard of God, this did not, Abraham. Ye do the deeds of your father. Everybody see? Then said they to him, we be not born of fornication. We have one father, even who? Everybody see that now? You see how they still talking? 
You see the progression of pride? Most people got enough sense not to say anything to my face with foolishness. But in their hearts, they argue. That's what makes them. They're rejecting the word in their hearts. They probably wish they could. <laughs> but I know when people are rejecting the word because they're going to go home and they're going to live out this argument. They're going to go home and they're going to live it out. Do they ever understand now? <laughs> and so you see that just the response. Every time, if you pay attention to this, they cut the Lord off. Ye do the deeds of your father. He wasn't done talking. Does everybody see that? But what did they say? We be not born of fornication. We have one father, even God, still trying to justify who they think they are. Who they think they are. Does everybody see? Look what it says. Verse 42. Jesus said unto them, if God were your father, ye would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do ye not understand my speech? Even because ye cannot hear my word. Ye are of your father, the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth. Everybody see that? What happened to him? He abode not in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. Does everybody see now? How does a person know they don't believe? When they don't act. If you believe something, that's your lifestyle is going to tell it. Does everybody understand that now? If I told you that this wall was white and we're going to paint it the same color and you go to the store and you get yellow paint, do you believe me when I tell you this wall was white? <laughs> so when I preach the word and I say, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord, and you go home and you don't submit unto, uh, unto your own husband as unto the Lord, do you believe me when I tell you that? No, you act out what you believe. That's, what, that's all the Lord is saying. And then he asks him, why is it that you don't understand what I'm saying? i tell you why. Because your daddy is a liar and he can't receive the truth and you can't either. Does everybody understand now? <laughs> all you got to do is look at your deeds. What are you living how are you living? Now, I'm not talking about how you act here among believers. How are you acting at home? That shows what you believe. Then you ain't got to be deceived about it. It shows what you believe. You can't help but to act out what you believe. Does everybody understand now? Now, if we were in a concert... And it was thousands of people in here. And somebody just took off running. What would you do? Take off running. Do you have to understand why you're running? No, we'll figure that out at the end of the curve when we meet up.
And I'm trying to show you that you'll act on something because you believe it without even understanding it. That ain't just something that comes when you come to the Lord. You know how to act on something without understanding it. Does everybody understand now? <laughs> and so we, we, you know, it, we can't rely on this excuse of, well, I don't understand it. If the Lord just opened up my understanding, he ain't got to open up your understanding. No, he don't have to open up your understanding. Does everybody understand now? Let's go ahead and keep reading here. Verse 46, which of you convinces me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? He that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. Does everybody see that? Now, you know, a lot of times when we read this, sometimes we think that uh, we're just talking about this. We're thinking, you know, I believe Genesis to Revelation. I believe it. That's what we're thinking. But that's not the only thing he's talking about. If I tell you from now on when you go get gas, you get the super unleaded or whatever they call it, a premium. If you don't do that, and it's thus said the Lord, you still don't, you still not receiving God's word. And a lot of times we want to put, we want to make everything spiritual. Sometimes the Lord will tell you something and trying to direct you, but you'll walk right into the trap of the devil because you think, well, this ain't got nothing to do with the Bible, so I can just make the decision on my own. I can come up with, with my own process about it. And the whole time you'll miss God. God's word, it ain't just Genesis to Revelation. Does everybody see now? <laughs> so read verse 47 again. He that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. Look at verse 48. What does that say? Then answered the Jews. Then answered the Jews. You see, the, you see what's going on here? They are arguing with God, trying to tell God, we, we believe in you. <laughs> Isn't that something? You know what their deception was? They didn't know that was God standing in front of them. They were looking at flesh and blood, and they thought that ain't God. And you know, people today still do that same thing. They don't know it's God up here talking. They don't know it's God they calling on the phone. They don't know that it's God directing them in their everyday life. So because God ain't saying, hey, I'm God. They think because maybe we're not sitting in this setting. I, I, I think I, I know what to do about it. And you're still not hearing God's word. Somebody didn't live before you. Does everybody understand now? Look, <laughs> says verse 40, then answered the Jews and said unto him, Say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and hast a devil? Was he a Samaritan? No. <laughs> they all they're doing is proving the Lord's point. You have your father the devil, and he's the father of lies, and that's all you've been telling. 
Isn't that something now? <laughs> the devil's argument would never make sense. How in the world can you respond to something like that? <laughs> Jesus answered, I have not a devil, but I honor my father, and ye do dishonor me. Everybody see that now? See the progression of pride there? And when people full of pride, they think they can dishonor their head. They think they can dishonor God's authority in this earth and then still hear from God. Everybody see now? Let's go ahead and keep reading. Verse 50, and I seek not mine own glory. There is one that seeketh and, and judges. Does everybody understand why he's saying that? He don't seek his own glory because that's what they were doing. Let's go ahead and keep reading. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. What's next? Then said the Jews. <laughs> everybody see now. Can you see the grace of God? He's really trying to pull on them and trying to get their attention. He's not like me or Brother Junior. You know, then answered the Jews, I'm okay, let me, I'm, I'm out of here. Because I know this, where this is going. I've already seen this pattern lay out right here. This is my clue. If you answer the first time, you got five or six more of them in you. Because <laughs> your daddy is full of excuses. <laughs> so, no, we're not going to let this play out like that. Does everybody understand now? Then answered the Jews unto him, Now we know that thou hast a devil. Everybody see that? Abraham is dead, and the prophets. And thou sayest, If a man keep my saying, he shall never taste of death. Or thou greater than our father Abraham. Uh oh. Everybody see that now? You see, they're still trying to justify themselves. They didn't think much of the Lord. That's the reason why they reached way back and pulled Abraham out of their pocket. <laughs> no, they didn't think much of, does everybody understand that? I sincerely believe when the Lord sent people to a ministry, and this is for anybody that's here and anybody that's planning on moving to be a part of this ministry or whatever ministry God is planning on moving you to be a part of, I sincerely believe you ought to go there ready to receive. Not trying to figure out when you're going to get a chance to preach. Not trying to figure out, you know, I'll I, I tell you, there have been plenty of people I've talked to on the phone who said that they believe the Lord wants them to move here and, uh, you know, uh, because they got a gift. <laughs> I, I'm only interested in your gift of hearing. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? Let's make, let's fine tune that first. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? I don't care how much, how you, you could have walked on every lake on that water in every lake from your state. We're going to teach you how to do it better. <laughs> I don't care what you were doing before you got here. <laughs> 
Does everybody understand that now? <laughs> and so I, I'm always aware of that. You know, and I, I know it's, it's, it's immaturity. Because those, uh, humility is not looking for a platform. Just about everybody the Lord called, he had to chase them down because they weren't looking for a platform. They were very well aware of their own incapabilities. That's the reason why the Lord could use them. They understood they were incapable. And some of them even tried to argue with God about their incapabilities because they didn't understand grace. And so God is not interested in what we think we have to offer him. Your first offering is yourself, your humility. Does everybody understand now? Because I'm going to tell you something about pride. God will use it, but it will be to your detriment. The same way he uses the devil. If God didn't have any use for the devil, he'd have been destroyed. Him. God uses the devil's pride. And so we can't just be satisfied with being used. We better make sure it ain't the pride in there that he's using. Does everybody see now? Let's go ahead and keep reading. Verse 54, Jesus answered, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father that honoreth me, of whom ye say that he is your God. Yet ye have not known him, but I know him. And if I should say I know him not, I should be a liar like unto you. <laughs> but I know him and keep his saying. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad. What's next? Then said the Jews. Everybody see now. See all that answering back in, they just, they just out loud with it. Some of us, we just do it in our hearts. I don't believe that. But I'm going to smile and act like I do, but I don't. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet 50 years old, and hast thou seen Abraham? Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was I am. I am bigger than your former religion. This ministry is bigger than whatever you had going on in your state. If it wasn't, you, he wouldn't have moved you here. And as for people sitting here and for those that the Lord will move here in the future, you're coming to something better and bigger than what you had wherever you are now. And if your pride won't let you admit that, you stay where you are. <laughs> Does everybody understand now? Because <laughs> I, I sincerely believe this. If you're walking on water in the state you're, that you're in, and, 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 and all we're doing here is walking on mud, then you stay in your state. Stay where you are. Let God use you there. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> and that was the tussle that Jesus Christ had with these people. They thought they had it better before they met him. 
all he was there to do was to enhance him. And I'm telling you, we've, we've had, my wife will tell you, we've had people call us with that. I, I believe the Lord want me to come. I got this gift, and I believe the Lord want me to come there to develop it. No, he, he wants you to come here and learn how to be a disciple. Does everybody understand that? I'm, we, we've heard just about, oh, yeah, the Lord, he's got something in me. He's birthing it. And I need for y'all to help me push. No, ma'am. <laughs> First thing we want to do is get rid of all this religious jargon. Does everybody understand that? You need to be born again. Yeah, babies don't have babies. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> you ain't even birthed out yet. How are you pregnant? <laughs> so we got to drop that, that religious jargon and that pride. Does everybody understand now? I believe when you come somewhere, you ought to start from ground zero. I don't care how much you think you know. I don't care how you done memorized the Bible. Does everybody understand? Is is an old man in my hometown. I don't know if he's still living yet, but uh, still living now. But he he owned the McDonald's in my hometown. He was a millionaire before he owned the McDonald's. He went to the people to the franchise and told them, "I want to buy this McDonald's." They said, "Well, do you know? No. Are you have you ever been in this organization? No. But I got the money. How much it cost?" They told him, no, I got the money. I, no, they said, no, you're not going to buy it. You start off serving burgers first. You, learn, you need to learn the ins and outs of it because if we sell it to you, you're running in the ground. It ain't enough to just have the, the money for it. You have to know how to run it. And so that's how he started. A millionaire serving burgers. And he worked his way up to management. And then the upper management. And then they sold it to him. That's the reason why it's still in business today. And that's what happens when God dropped his anointing in the, in the lap of babies. Ain't earning nothing. Don't know how nothing goes. Ain't, it's just, just all over the place. Does everybody understand that? You got to have some wisdom to go with the gifts of God. You got to have humility. Humility is what gives you the capability to hold on to it. The devil was anointed, but the Bible says he lost his first estate. He lost his place in heaven. Because humility holds on to the gifts of God. Pride pushes it away. Does everybody understand that? And we have to be humble. That was what was wrong with these people. They were not humble. They were not humble. That's the reason why they had an answer for everything the Lord tried to get them to see. And here's the thing. If you notice, the more they answered, the more stupid they got. Oh, you're a Samaritan. <laughs> the Lord wasn't a Samaritan at all. <laughs> he wasn't half nothing. <laughs> Does everybody see that? But see, the more you answer, 
And if the devil is your source, all he's going to do is keep giving you lies. Does everybody see you? And I, I'm telling you, uh, th this is the way I feel about it. And th this is the way we have to think about it concerning uh, uh, our place in God. You, you know, we, we can know that we have a place in God. But I'm telling you, every day we ought to act like we don't. Every day we ought to know we can lose it. God told the devil that you were, anointed, you, were, you were the anointed cherub that covers until pride was found in you. That day that pride was found in him, he lost his estate. And I'm telling you that pride is something evil. It's, it's something that keeps people from growing, keeps them from receiving the word of God very clearly. Does everybody understand that now? I'm dead. Pride is a, is a, it's a terrible thing. And I'm telling you, we have, to, we have to check it at the door. It's so subtle. These people made the mistake of thinking because they believed on the Lord. And now because the Lord had focused their attention on them, that, that they were set. But you see, did they continue in the word? No. That's the reason why they could not be the, the disciples of the Lord. But they, because they could not continue in his word. I'm telling you, when the Lord is talking, you make sure you're listening. You make sure you find yourself in it. Does everybody understand that? Don't ever say in your heart, this message ain't for me. If I'm talking about fornication, you may still be a virgin, ain't never fornicated in your life. But as long as there's a devil out there, that's something you need to watch out for. You, it ain't got to be in your past. We all started somewhere. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? So you don't, need, you don't need to pick and choose what messages are for you. They're all for you. Does everybody understand that? You don't go to the store and just buy the book of Matthew because that's the only, thing, only stuff you're dealing with. You got to buy that whole Bible. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? <laughs> and that's what people do. You know, they... I'm very careful. I, 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 you know, I, I'm thinking about just not even naming the messages anymore, not even putting them, just you need it, everybody. <laughs> That's what I'm going to name it all. You need it. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? Don't be, a fool and scroll, don't be a fool and scroll past this message. It's for you. Because that's what people do. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with this. Let me see if I can go find it. No, that you, all of you struggling with all of it. So I'm, I'm real careful about that. You know, some ministers, they don't, Brother Junior didn't name his messages most of the time. You know, I would have to listen to him and figure out, oh, what is he talking about? Okay, it seemed like this is the theme, and I would go and name him. But most of the time, he just got up and started preaching, and just well, however the Lord talked, that's what he said, see? So a lot of preachers, especially holiness preachers, they don't, they don't name their messages because it's all of God, and you need every last bit of it. You know, especially in this day and age with social media now, people just, okay, so you, you, you're talking about jealousy. I'm not a jealous person, so I, that message ain't going to do me any good. That's the way they are, see. And that's what these people were dealing with here. They already had some kind of relationship with God, they thought. And so in their minds, as soon as, soon as the Lord said, you'll be made free, that was it for them. You know, everybody understand that. You see, they, pick and, you pick, they picked and chose what part of the Bible they wanted to follow. They completely missed the first five books that showed that they were in bondage. 
They just look right past that. Does everybody see now? So what happened? <laughs> Verse 58, Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, what? Okay, we're done talking. All right, we ain't talking no more. What happened? Then took they up, what? Stones. Everybody see that now? Oh, he, they struck a nerve. We ain't talking no more. Now, you didn't want to receive that we're, you're a Samaritan and you got a devil? Tell you what we do with devils. <laughs> we cast stones at them. Do you see the progression there? They were not the children of God because they could not receive correction. And they thought in their minds that they were just supposed to graduate and we just supposed to preach good messages now. When is the Lord gonna stop correcting us? When is the Lord gonna stop pointing out my mess? I tell you when, when you stop having mess. Until you become God, you got room to grow. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? So look what it says. Then they took up stones to cast at him. But Jesus did what? What do you do now? And he's still hiding himself. From pride. He hides himself from pride. He'll be talking to you and you won't even hear it. Because this message ain't for you. Does everybody see now? Let's go look at one more scripture. Let's go to the book of Jeremiah, the 13th chapter. Thirteen chapter of the book of book of Jeremiah. Uh, we're going to start reading at verse twelve. It says therefore thou shalt speak unto them this word: Thus said the Lord God of Israel, Every bottle shall be filled with wine, and they shall say unto thee, Do we not? Do we not certainly know that everybody shall be filled with wine? Then shalt thou say unto them, Thus said the Lord, Behold, I will fill all the inhabitants of this land, even the kings that sit upon David's throne, and the priests, and the prophets, and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem with drunkenness. And I will dash them. That, now he's talking about them not being sober. Uh, in, 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 our, in today's terms, uh, it really like in the New Testament terms, um, that's a person who he has given over to a reprobate mind where they're doing silly things, if that make any sense. So look at what he says. Verse 14, and I will dash them one against another, even the fathers and the sons together, said the Lord. I will not pity nor spare nor have mercy, but destroy them. Hear ye and give ear. Be not proud, for the Lord hath 
spoken. Everybody see that now. Verse 16, give glory to the Lord, your God, before he caused darkness and before your feet stumble upon the dark mountains. And while ye look for light, he turn it into the shadow of death and make it gross darkness. He's talking about the, the stuff that he can do that will cause people to live in darkness. That, that's what we saw play out in the 8th chapter of the book of John. They didn't receive what the Lord said, and he turned their darkness into gross darkness. He, they ended up worse than what they started off because they did not incline their ear to the wisdom that the Lord was trying to share with them. Everybody see now. And that's what happens to people when they, uh, when they reject the word of the Lord. I, I see their life get worse and worse, worse and worse. And what's crazy, I sit back, listen, I see a lot. I don't talk about it because the Lord don't tell me to talk about it. But I see a lot. I see the path that people end up on. I, I see how things happen because people reject God's word. But they don't see it. Why don't they see it? Because they rejected God's word. And he's giving them the spirit of slumber. Oh, they're alive. In their minds, they're awake. Think they still hearing from God, but the whole time is the spirit of slumber. Does everybody understand now? Let's go and keep reading. Verse 17. But if you will not hear it, my soul shall weep in secret places for your what? Pride. Why? Because pride keeps people from hearing God. It keeps them from recognizing that God is even talking to them. Does everybody see now? Just look over your life. Just look at where you are now. Are you receiving instruction? Outside of just coming here and sitting and, and listening at the word? I'm talking about in everyday life. Do you find yourself in situations and you hear something, like, I, I believe you ought to do this, and then you come back later and say, well, I'm going to do that. I can tell you it's the spirit of slumber. Does everybody understand that? Do you know God is walking the devil to hell? That walk began when pride was found in him. Does everybody understand now? He's walking him there. Now here's the deception. The devil really thinks he's going to defeat God. That's the reason why it's going to be a war in the valley of Megiddo. He really believes that he's, he's got a chance. Just like people today believe they have a chance. I can fight against God and win. I can deny his direction I can and, and still win. Does everybody understand now? Let's go and keep reading. Verse 17. But if you will not hear it, my soul shall weep in secret places for your pride. And mine eye shall weep sore and run down with tears because the Lord's flock is carried away captive. Everybody see that? Verse 18, say unto the king and to the queen, do what? Humble yourselves. Sit down for your principalities shall come down, even the crown of your glory. You see what God does for pride there? 
It is a steady progression in a downward spiral. Steady. And I'm telling you, the Lord lets you live 80, 90, 100 years, and that progression will be so slow, you won't even recognize it. You'll just think your life has always been that way. I'm telling you, pride ain't good for nothing in our spiritual walk with the Lord. We have to get over trying to promote ourselves, trying to be something we're not. We have to get over not hearing the instructions of God. Does everybody understand now? You don't have to learn these lessons the hard way. And, you know, and that's the thing about pride. Pride don't even teach people lessons. There, there are no lessons when you know everything. Does everybody understand now? Is, is, does everybody, is this on? Make sure we're awake in here. You just be, that's, that's the deception of pride. You'll just be going through life, making your own decisions, not receiving counsel. And, and really think you're doing something. And then, and then when bad stuff starts happening, you just think, well, it was supposed to happen. Everything wasn't supposed to happen. Does everybody see now? No, everything wasn't supposed to happen. Some, some of those situations we got in is because pride led us there. And, and I'm going to tell you what the devil will do for pride. He'll cover it. Pride will lead you there, and then the devil will tell you what well, something else was the cause of it. This, was just, this is just the way it was supposed to be. No, that wasn't the way it was supposed to be. Pride got you there. You weren't supposed to have pride. Does everybody understand now? My prayers is that we're here with the Lord is saying today. We need to take inventory. That's something we ought to ask the Lord on a continuous basis. Lord, uh, is pride found in me? Does everybody understand now? Any, listen, let me make this clear. Anybody that ever was not saved at one time in their life dealt with pride. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? If you were ever not saved in your life, you dealt with pride. That, that's what kept you from seeing salvation. Does everybody understand now? And so that, that's, that's something that everybody in this world have dealt with. Nobody, some of us more extreme than others, but it was there. And that's, that should be our continual prayer as believers. Lord, is pride found in me? Can I receive your, your word without answering back, without having justification in my heart towards things? See, That's God's will and his desire. God does not take pleasure. You see what he's telling Jeremiah, that he's going to weep over these people. God does not take pleasure in whooping people because of pride. The Bible tells us to humble ourselves. It ain't God's job to humble us, and now he'll do it. But I tell you what, I, I'd rather do it myself. Now, if the Bible tells me to humble myself, that must mean there's some ways that I can do that. And I'm telling you, ain't nobody got better ideas than the Lord. All you got to do is look and see what area you got pride in. Does everybody understand that? If I got pride in the way I, I dress, I'm going to go and find me some raggedy clothes. 
I'm going to give away my wardrobe. Does everybody understand that? If I got pride in my hair, I'm a, this is how I'm coming. Does everybody understand that? I don't want pride found in me anywhere. I'm telling you what, I'd rather humble myself. Because, listen, here's the thing about it. I can keep shaving this until I get my pride right. Until pride is gone, then I can let it grow out. Does everybody understand that? But if God humbled me, I'm going to start looking like George Jefferson. Does everybody understand? And ain't no good. Now I'm looking for a miracle. <laughs> Does everybody understand now? Do you know, you know, the Bible says that uh, uh, God allowed Satan to buffet Paul to keep him humble because of the way he used Paul. He allowed the devil to buffet his flesh. Do you, Paul ain't the only one. Do you, know, do you know everybody that's alive got, got Satan buffeting them somewhere? Oh, yeah, it's, it's buffeted somewhere. Does everybody understand that? How many of you can think of something about yourself that you don't like? If you could, you would change it. And there's your buffet. Some people say, man, I, I'd look good if I had his big nose. I, man, if I, if I had this, what? I'd go straight to hell in a handbasket. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> and then you, you say, well, you know, people in Hollywood, they, they seem like they pretty confident. No, they're not. That's why they got paint on. If they were confident, they wouldn't need any of that. They going somewhere to get their hair done? Does everybody understand that? What is it? God goes out of his way. The Bible tells us in the book of Job, he does those things to hide pride from man. Do you know God's got to hide it from you? Do you know that's God's nature to hide pride? And so if pride is found in people who call themselves believers, you know what we done done? We've been playing hide and go seek with the Lord. You hide and I'm going to go find it. Does everybody understand that? You know the Lord ain't going to play that game with you for the rest of your life. You think you cute? He'll do something to help you out. Does everybody understand now? He'll, he'll do something to take away. You, you'll stop thinking about that anymore. You, you think you got pretty pearly white teeth? He'll break them out of your mouth. You'll be trying to hide. You'll be talking like this. You'll be glad to put on that COVID-19 mask. Does everybody understand that? And ain't no use in getting mad at God. He's trying to save your soul. <laughs> I tell you, I want you to think about your most embarrassing moment. Think about your most embarrassing moment. Mo the most embarrassing moment of your life. You weren't going to argue with nobody in that moment. Everybody understand that? You think about what your mindset was in that moment. You walking up on stage and you in front of your whole class, 
and you trip and fall, they could have told you, man, you the devil. You, yeah, I need to check myself. <laughs> and I, this happened for a reason. <laughs> you ain't got no fight in you nowhere when you're humble. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? <laughs> so now you understand better what the Bible means when it said only by pride comes contention. When pride is there, people got to fight in them. They, they argue. They got it in them. When they're humble, they'll receive just about anything. Does everybody understand that? That's when you become sheep. All right, let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for this word that you've spoken to us. And we pray right now, God, that you will allow us to take these things in our hearts. Help us, Lord, not to be deceived. Show us who we are, Lord. Show us where you want to take us. Lord, we ask that if pride is found in us, that you will remove it, oh God. Help us to continually examine ourselves. Help us, oh God. Forgive us for the things we've spoken in pride. Forgive us, Lord, for our haughty looks. Forgive us, Lord, for our high minds. Forgive us, Lord, for thinking we're better than anybody. Forgive us, Lord, for disregarding your word that's written and your spoken word. Help us, Lord, we come before you in all humility. Asking, Lord, that you will consider that we're dust. Now, Lord, we yield ourselves to you and we ask that you will use us however you choose, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be satisfied with our lot in life. God, your word tells us to humble ourselves under your mighty hand, and you'll exalt us in due time. So, Lord, right now we come before you to humble ourselves, Lord, not to be exalted, but just to be close to you. Thank you, Lord, for your word that you spoke today. And God, right now, we ask that you will turn on our sensors, Lord, for pride. Help us to recognize it in our lives. Show us the areas, Lord, that we're lifted up in. Give us wisdom in how to deal with those areas, O oh Lord. We look to you for all things, for direction in this matter. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters. That's all now. We'll go ahead and be dismissed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.